This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not Five o'clock Falcons report. Oh my heavens! On Dukes and Bell, we are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, "Hey, hey man. man!" Glad to have you listening. Coming up in less than uh, ten minutes, Nick Fredell. Uh, he joined us earlier in the show. Odyssey NBA Insider. He set the show off today because uh, listen, things were calm, cool. Set it off. Collected, and all of a sudden, we immediately had people texting and tweeting. At what? Us, Dukes and Bell, get this dude out of here, man. He's talking about Trey Young. You'll hear what he had to say about our Hawks. We lose last night, by the way, to the Bulls. Yes. Um, and, and we said this bad shooting night for Trey and DeJounte. But beyond that, Bulls, man, they got our number. They just do. Well, I mean, you got to play some defense. And uh, you know, when, I, <laughs> when I tuned in and it was Rathbun and Rare, Bob, Bob was in Rare, Rathbun form. You know, Nick, it just seems like so many uncontested layups. Bulls just getting to the basket way too, too easy. <laughs> That's exactly That's right. That's right, Bob. That's exactly right. But I'll say this. Uh, at Charlotte, all right, mm-hmm. tomorrow we'll have that for you, 6.30 pregame. And this is the All-Star break, right? Uh, or that's the last game, should I say. Last right. night was the last game before the All-Star break. We play uh, at Toronto. Toronto's here Friday, mm-hmm. uh, the 23rd. So uh, Wednesday is the last game before the All-Star break. And I'm thinking, like, the 23rd is the following right. Friday. So guys will get some time off. I just don't know what this team's going to be. You'll hear what Nick has to say. Let's talk some Falcons, Mike, because tomorrow's a big day as we'll get a chance to chop it up with the coordinators up at Flowery Branch. Yeah, man, exclusively Dukes and Bell guys. You're going to hear, obviously, Jimmy Lake, the defensive coordinator, Zach Robinson, which I think a lot of guys are really curious to hear what our new OC is going to be all about, his philosophy, what he what he learned with the Rams and Sean McVay and Marquise Williams, special teams coach who was retained by the Falcons. We're going to be hanging out up there at the branch. So I'm looking forward because, you know, we rarely get a chance to talk to the coordinators. You know, I know the morning show does a great job with it, and this will be our chance tomorrow. So make sure you're locked in all day long live from the branch. All right, uh, and I'm looking forward to talking with, with Zach about about, you know, uh, as specifics as he can be. Right. Here's the thing. Whatever is said tomorrow, all right, mm. is not set in stone because we don't know who we're drafting. We don't know what free agents we're going to go get. So he could say, yeah, this is what I want to do. But, right. Mike, that may change between now and the next two and a half months because things will change, not just for us, but for every team. Now, with that said, this gets us to, you know, an offensive piece. Do I think that we're going to draft an offensive piece in the first round? I'm 50-50. 
I really am because if we don't address mm-hmm. this quarterback thing, right. I think we still have to look at that in this draft, and I don't want to wait to the third or fourth round to do it. I think you've got to do it early, Mike. So that is my only caveat to whether or not, because I keep getting asked, are we going to go offense again? Maybe we will. Well, if we address edge rush through free agency, then we certainly could. You know, but if you feel that, uh, and again, the combine will be coming up here in just a couple days, and then you might hear that, wow, Dallas Turner could be a, you know, that, that kind of like Aaron Donald type beast, you know, for us, or maybe like Jared Burris, whoever you, you slide in there. But right now, as it stands, I'm looking at the CBS mock draft, Dallas Turner to us at eight, and Jared Burris goes to the Bears at nine. Okay. But if we, the free agent thing, with the quarterback, then you can do whatever you want in the draft, right? right? That's the key. And then, you know, by the way, for what it's worth, Drunk Larry ran into or the, trade or trade. Yeah, Drunk Larry ran into the team president of the Bears, and yeah. of course, Larry was literally trying to. And then Vegas at the Super Bowl, Kevin Warren trying to pump him. He was former Big Ten commissioner. Remember him? Did, did a great job with the TV. You know, the uh, the idea was Larry's like, well, we really want to get Fields, and he's like, I get the feeling we're going to hold on to him. Now, I don't know if this was misdirection just to, <laughs> to some. To a Falcon fan season ticket holder like Larry. But anyway, for what it's worth, I'm just relaying the information. Warren said he thinks the Bears are thinking about holding on to Fields. If no one is coming after Fields other than us and we have no leverage, then the Bears could get whatever, ask whatever they want. That's why it's important that it's at least, you know, I, I got to think maybe two teams, right? Two or three teams. Yeah. The Bears would have leverage. If nobody's coming after the Bears, do they still? I mean, I've reversed that. If no one's coming after him, I mean, what are we going to, we're going to hold him down to a second round pick for Fields? Can we get away with that? Well, let's examine this for a second, Mike. First of all, um, there's no way in hell, I'm just telling you guys, that they're holding on the fields and drafting Caleb Williams. Okay, No way in hell. You don't do that with the first overall pick and then hold on to a guy that has played and started quarterback for three the last three seasons and just say we're going to now have a competition. Also knowing that Fields is going into a year where you've got to make a decision on him, Mike, you trade him before you make that decision. So that just makes no sense. Number one. Because Number two. If, if we're the only team, in the, and again, they've already, the, the word is, that's the thing. It's a poker game. Are you going to draft Caleb Williams? Everyone, their uncle thinks well, they are going to. So here's the other side of that. If you're telling me that Kevin Warren said, hey, and I, I'd love <laughs> to be in in those conversations with him and Ryan Poles, the general manager of the, the Bears, but here's the deal. If you say, we believe in Fields, the last nine games of this season, we watched him grow and develop. He's going to be fine. We've got to help him. Right. Okay. We've got to go get some uh, some offensive line help for him. We've got to go get more weapons and, and see what this is going to look like. Now, if you do that, then Caleb Williams is not the number one pick. And then what do you do with the pick? Do they still right. trade it, Mike? It doesn't mean that they don't trade fields, but you trade the pick to get multiple picks, right? And you still have your first rounder, and you're improving your team in more ways than, than the original thought of just, oh, we're going to – we're going to draft Caleb Williams. I think holding on the fields is a smart play if I'm the Bears, but I don't know what they want to do. Now, remember, fields, I think most of us felt it was he was right to do it, to say, look, man, let me do my thing. They're not letting me you know, play to my skill set, talking about eight seasons now the OC for the Raiders. The guy that's now the OC for the Bears, just for some, some reference points, is Shane Waldron, who did spend time with the Rams, right. with Sean McVay, before he went to Seattle. And then, obviously, you saw Geno do pretty well out there with the, with the Seahawks. Absolutely. Uh, and, and here's the other part. for the This is for the Bears, but it gets back to us because if if he becomes available do you think that Caleb Williams is a transformative talent if you look at his junior year and him winning the Heisman you go this guy's off the charts you look at this season it was okay he just it was okay it just I I don't know what to make of that because the number the touchdowns are down 20 percent 
You know, he had a, I know. All, all time. You know, we, no. Guys said he's going to be like Archie Griffin. He's going to be a back-to-back Heisman Trophy winner. And, and they looked awful. Look, the team didn't look good, period, let alone what they were doing with him. Exactly. Mike, they probably win without him. They might That might have been a four-win team. Seriously. He won a mm-hmm. bunch of games for him. But he didn't look like, like that. So you, how do you project that? Do you say, well, that's, that's not who Caleb Williams is. Mm-hmm. He is the guy we saw his junior year. Uh, or last year, two years ago, versus this season. Either way, if you feel like he's that transformative talent, then you draft him and you yeah. trade fields. If you don't, you stay the course, what Kevin Warren told, you know, Drunk Larry, and, and <laughs> then you go trade that pick like you did last year to Carolina for a bunch of picks. And by the way, I always use the Mike Vick reference point because everyone was blown away as a redshirt freshman taking Vatek to the Sugar Bowl. You know, that year, though, it was eight touchdowns on the ground, 12 touchdowns in the air, five interceptions. The second year, the, the year that we, after we drafted him, uh, before we drafted him, eight touchdowns, six interceptions. So the se- numbers so went down. The numbers went down. Now, but Caleb he was still Williams, electric, right? But he was electrified. He was still running for like 600 yards and just obviously was the man. But Caleb Williams, he was just kind of hard to handicap. But yeah, is, now here's the other thing. Some people, I, I'm not going to make a mountain out of a molehill with him being emotional as the season played yeah, out. Because they were but, losing. But to some guys, and you know this is going to come, you're going to hear this crap during the draft. You know you're going to hear this draft week. Is he mentally tough enough to be in Chicago? Because that's going to come. You know that crap. You know all that stuff comes up. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I think once you get thrown into the fire that way, you find out pretty quickly right. about guys. But this is going to open up the door as to getting back to whether we draft an offensive player or a defensive guy. Mm. And and we've gone offense, offense, offense. It doesn't automatically mean that we don't go offense again, guys, based on what's going to happen. Tomorrow, hopefully, we'll find out more at Flowery Branches. We'll get a chance to talk to the coordinators and get a sense of what's going on. By the way, Jimmy Lake, our new def- defensive coordinator, we did like what Ryan Nielsen was doing, right, mm-hmm. with what he had. We still have to get more talent, okay? We got to get more talented on defense. We need, we need defense. a bona fide edge rusher. Right. I mean, I love I – Well, love, we need corner yeah. help too, man. Right. I love keeping Calais Campbell around. I presume – are we just going to re-sign A.J.? I don't know. I mean, you're saying A.J., I say? I, I, yeah. Listen, I, I think you look at that, and this is why I say the corner situation, I think they're going to potentially draft a corner high in this draft because we need that help, and you need another young corner to, to, to get going. But we got to get more talented. My point is Jimmy Lake – I want to know what he's going to do. Where, what, what's he think about this defense now mm-hmm. and what we are going to do moving forward? Mike, it's not about staying the same. We can't roll around next year and be the same. we got to be improved. Correct. we got to be better. We talked about Hassan Reddick. We mentioned this earlier in the show. The story we had for you yesterday that Hassan Reddick wanted to get traded. Apparently he doesn't. He wants, he wants a new contract. Yeah. The Eagles wants to stay there. So he wants an extension. So that's, that's a name which we were kicking around. The other thing is with the, with the Falcons and the defense, I mean, we just we haven't had that piece, that real fire breather. Do you see it in the college ranks, or do you try to? You hope that somebody else gets released. March fourteenth, by the way, that's when trades can begin. Uh, the uh, sort of legal tampering starts the day before, but the fourteenth, guys, is when teams can start yeah. pulling the trigger on stuff. The eleventh, you can you can start those negotiations. Yeah, man, I think Mike. If I asked you who's the star on this defense, and we love Grady, it's it's Jesse Bates, right? This this year, it was Jesse Bates. Heart and soul is Grady. Grady was banged yeah, up. But, and, but who yeah. else? Yeah, Calais, but he's a year older. Calais is known for his days prior to Atlanta. He right. is not known for being a star no. in Atlanta. That's a nice piece to have for the intangibles, but I wouldn't overpay for Calais either. But he did give you six and a half sacks. So, so this is what I'm talking right. about, though. We when don't I, have it. We don't I, have it. We don't. Who, who else is it? Epicady's not the guy. Zach Harrison was popping, but that was at the end of the season. Yeah. Now, on when you look at Zach Harrison, if you saw him at, at camp last, you're like, holy crap, how is this guy not like a rock star? That was a guy that came in the third round because he couldn't really live up to the expectations after Chase Young with Ohio State. But they, were high, they are high on him in the organization. Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll ask Jimmy Lake what he thinks about Zach tomorrow. I just, when you looked at this Super Bowl, and I'm just going to use this as an example because it's fresh in our heads and, and, you know, with what we just saw, and it's not necessarily about the Chiefs or the 49ers, but the star power on their defenses. Mm-hmm. There are numerous guys. And here's the thing about the Chiefs. They've drafted Karloftis, Mike, star. Chris Jones, he's right. about to get Aaron Donald money. They're DBs. They've got two of the best corners in the NFL, and they're both young. Look at the team that made it to the conference championship. You just touched on it. The Ravens' defense lights out. They squandered that opportunity. They held the Chiefs to fewer points than the 49ers. Hutchinson. and Now, it's not as good a defense, Carl, but the Lions got playmakers on defense. McDuffie and Sneed. I mean, all these right. guys. That's the Chiefs' defense. They got studs. Around the or up and down that lineup. We'll see where we go. We're there tomorrow at Flyer Branch. Make sure you're here starting at 2 o'clock. But coming up next, Nick Friedel, Odyssey NBA Insider. You want to know what he thinks about the Hawks and where we need to go? Do you agree with what he says? Stay right there and you'll hear it coming up on Sports Radio 929 The Great Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. But we need to talk some hoops. And on the line is Odyssey NBA insider Nick Friedel. Insider calls brought to you by the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe equipped for adventure. And Nick, uh, I want to start with our Hawks because last night we lose to the Bulls. It's the last home game before um, the all-star break, but I want to get your impressions on what the Hawks are in your opinion and what you think they can be if they're healthy and everything is going their way. Because right now, Mike and I feel like we're going to be back in the play-in. Uh, how do you feel about this team? Uh, they're just not good enough guys. <laughs> I mean, that's really the, 
the sad part if you're a Hawks fan is when you look at, at the makeup of the team, even in a best-case scenario, everybody's healthy. Uh, Trey Young has better nights than he did last night. When I look at this Hawks team, I look at a team that is just not close to being where they need to be. And I have no doubt that this is a topic of conversation down there in Atlanta all the time. But as I watch the Hawks, uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they ended up moving Trey Young uh, at at some point here in the near future this summer or or in the next year because you're just not going to win when he is your number one guy. And when you watch that team, I know they had that moment where they made that run a couple years ago in the playoffs and people got excited. But if you're looking at a team where the hope is, eh, maybe we get to the play-in and maybe we can make a little noise if we win a couple games there and get on a little run, that is not a team that is destined to compete in the upper echelons of the NBA. Nick, you're saying you don't feel like this team could win with Trey Young. And I think it's the way the team's constructed. The reason why they went on the run in 21 was he had shooters around him. He had better players around him. Uh, but you don't feel that way. You don't think that they can win with him. No, I absolutely don't. And, and I agree. I mean, if you set up Trey Young with a better roster construction, I think you could see uh, a difference as far as a play-in team or are you getting then into uh, a higher seed in the playoffs? Sure. I have never believed, guys, in in full transparency since he came out of Oklahoma that you were going to win with that guy as your number one star. And it's not to knock uh, Trey as an offensive player. He's unbelievable. I mean, I've watched it for years and years covering the league, certainly going down to Atlanta and talking to the the new wave of, of people that are in the front office now. But I just have never bought that a guy who is that gifted offensively but is going to continue to get crunched on the defensive end uh, is the type of guy that you are building around as your number one star on a title team. I mean, the only time I've ever seen it work, uh, at least in my career, is with Steph Curry. And he had plenty of great weapons around him. But Trey is not Steph. And the difference now when you watch Steph is everybody focused so quickly early in his career. Oh, he doesn't play defense. Well, yeah, but he's the best shooter the, the game has ever seen. And he's improved a great deal defensively. And I, I don't see that from Trey. He's not Steph offensively. And defensively, I mean, take last night. He's getting crunched by Io DeSumo. So uh, when you watch that and you see what happens in the future with this team, I think it starts there. And I think there's a realization that the organization needs to come to that he is just never going to be that guy as the number one face of a title team. Nick Friddle uh, with us, guys. The Odyssey uh, NBA Insider here on the WaitFor.com hotline. And I know the problem is, Nick, is you know we, we couldn't move DeJounte. They're never going to recoup the three number ones. But if you ever trade Trey, then there's going to be nobody at State Farm Arena. So we've got to find a way to use that John Collins trade exemption, move DeJounte in the offseason, and put some pieces around him. Because the Travis Schlenk, we always said, was trying to build Golden State East, but we've got to get some better pieces like we had in 21. Otherwise, you're telling me from the outside looking in, just blow it up. 
I would say that completely. Hey, guys, look, <laughs> I've been in the league long enough to know that that is much easier said than done. I've got, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. some yeah. of my, my family is down in Atlanta, and they're always asking me, what the hell do you do with this team? And I say, well, if it's me, again, on the outside looking in, you blow it up. But uh, I think the point is very well taken. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that you not only draft Trey originally, but you sign him to that extension is because you know that people will show up to watch him play. But I just looked at the attendance figures right before coming on with you guys this year. And the Hawks, once again, are in the bottom uh, of the league as far as uh, attendance goes. I mean, I can't tell you. I spent all those years covering the Bulls in Chicago. How many times we would go to Atlanta, and I saw some of the tweets last night uh, from some of the Bulls broadcasters, but there's thousands of Bulls fans that show up to go to those games at the arena downtown there. And I can only imagine that it's the same for a lot of the visiting teams. So as hard as it is to stomach, and this is where the business aspect of the NBA always comes in. If it's me and I'm Landry Fields and I'm Corver uh, and I'm looking at that situation, I'm saying, all right, how do we get to the goal of (laughs) getting back to (laughs) attempting to win a title? Absolutely. You blow it up because there's an acknowledgement that has to come that the way this team is set up now just isn't good enough. By the way, Insider Calls brought to you by the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe, equipped with adventure, uh, with capable features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating. We're talking some hoops with our buddy Nick Friedel, Odyssey NBA Insider. All right, let's talk Eastern Conference here. Uh, who's the squad? Celtics, Bucks. I really like, like what the Knicks did at the trade deadline. Who, who do you like? Phillies without Embiid right now. Tell me about the Eastern Conference. I'm going completely with the Celtics. Because, guys, I thought it was Boston last year. <laughs> Miami went on that run, and I, I covered that Heat team through the whole way, and I was still like, I can't believe this is happening. So I think the Celtics have to look in the mirror in the postseason. I think they'll at least get through the East this year. With Milwaukee and Doc coming in, he has a track record of getting the most out of his teams, usually in the regular season, but we know the difficulties he's had in various stops in the postseason. I think that Giannis is incredible, and Lillard's going to help them. I just don't think they're as good as Boston. Uh, You mentioned the Knicks. I covered Tibbs a long time uh, in a lot of different places. Another guy who always seems to get the most out of his teams in the regular season, but when I look at the Knicks, as solid as they are, I think we'd all agree stars win in the playoffs. And as great as Jalen Brunson has been, and as much as he has improved, I'm still not sure that he's the guy that you're turning to in series after series to get you to where you need to go. So uh, I like the Knicks now. I don't like them as much uh, in May as a team that can push through the Eastern Conference. And with Philly, You take out Embiid, even if he does come back, uh, sorry. I've never bought them as a true uh, chance to get all the way through because I don't buy that he can take the next step that he needs to uh, in the postseason and that they have the other pieces around him, as well as Maxie has played uh, this year, to get them ultimately to where they want to go. 
It is uh, Nick Friedle with us, guys. Odyssey NBA Insider. Just bring it back to the Celtics for a second. I'm with you on the Celtics, but doesn't it seem like Jason Tatum is one of those guys that just kind of he, he disappears like Game Seven last year against Miami? We know he's you know he's all world, but the inconsistency sometimes and 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 the, and the I don't know, call it a killer instinct. Has he got it? It is a really good question that he is going to have to prove the answer to, and he hasn't shown it yet. For as great as Tatum has been, and he's had his moments certainly in different playoff games and getting the Celtics to where they've gotten over the last few years, but he hasn't shown that he can get them over that hump in the games that matter the most. I would still say, yes, I think he ultimately will be able to deliver another title to Boston, but when you watch him, especially in that series against Miami last year, you're going, where the hell is Tatum? And sometimes uh, you, you can't find him. And that is not what you need for a young star who is trying to, to carry a storied franchise to uh, a, another level. So uh, I think the Celtics have everything they need in place. I think it's within him to get to that next stage in his career. But there's no question that that is the question that will hover over him until he makes it happen. Tell me about the West before we get out of here. Last night, Clippers lose to the T-Wolves. T-Wolves are for real. Uh, I think Oklahoma City uh, is a pleasant surprise. But the Clippers, everybody's talking about how this team is meshing. What do you think in the West? I don't believe that any team with Carl Anthony Towns is ever going to get to where they need to go, guys. And I say that because I watched that Timberwolves team for so many years, and he was supposed to be the guy. And you want to talk about disappearing. I mean, you want 30 and 20 in some meaningless regular season game in March, Towns is your guy. You you want somebody to deliver in the postseason, eh, good luck. So – Minnesota does not scare me as great as they've been so far in the regular season in large part because I've watched Towns for so long. As far as the Clippers go, they have the veteran pieces in place that you would need, but I am still very skeptical because I don't buy that Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden are all going to be able to stay healthy (laughs) throughout the course of a long postseason run. Right. Uh, To me, it's still Denver. I know that a lot of people just don't care about them on the national scene, but I've watched Jokic long enough to believe that he he is just that good. And when you need somebody to deliver, he showed it in the finals last year. Uh, He continues to show it at various points. He is the guy. And if you have the guy on your team, that's always what I put my money at. I tell you what, Nick. We saw the Clippers on the last night of a two-week road trip come in here, got down and battled, and just played some clutch in a game that maybe three years any any of those guys would have just tapped out. So I don't know if the DNA has changed, but I hear you. They got to stay healthy, but that would be intriguing. It it really would be, especially for a team that has just fallen uh, completely apart at various points in the last few years. Where we all thought, all right, this is their time. I mean. If Kawhi Leonard is going to be the Kawhi Leonard of a few years ago, guys, he can make it happen. He's that good. And when you have the complementary pieces that they now have, good for them. But I I am very, very hesitant that James Harden is going to be the James Harden we've seen the last couple months in the postseason because there's way too many times. We talked about Tatum. We talked about Towns. James Harden has the disappeared plenty uh, when his teams in the past have needed him the most. Trust me. 
I know. <laughs> Nick Friedel, we appreciate you, man. Yeah. We know. Trust me. Odyssey NBA Insider. Insider calls brought to you by the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe equipped for adventure. Thanks so much. We appreciate you stopping by, man. Guys, I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me cool. on. Cool. All right. Is he tripping? Is he on one? Is he on to something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you and I were talking yesterday, and I said, you know, you get outside Atlanta, I don't think anybody takes us seriously. And I didn't mean that to be mean-spirited, but, I mean, until you make an, a major overhaul, we're just a playing team. And that's where we are now. Unless you tell me that all those guys we talk about every week, DeAndre Hunter, Sadiq Bay, these guys are going to play consistently. We love Jalen Johnson. By the way, uh, for what it's worth, Onyeko uh, uh, Kongo out uh, for at least a week with a toe injury. Toe okay. sprain. So he'll miss Correct. and then the All-Star Yeah, so he'll be out for the last, the last game. Uh, Cody hits us up. We want to know what you think. You heard him. 404-726-0929. Can we ultimately win how we need to with Trey Young? And he points out the deficiencies and what he thinks Trey doesn't do. But I got to tell you, and I said this when we had this conversation earlier today, I'm going to defend a lot of the things and the way this team is constructed and helping Trey, and I don't know if they've done all of that. But Cody Mike says this whole blow-it-up thing is so tired. If you blow it up, you still run the risk of sucking for the next 10 years. Yes. How about the Sixers and their process? And they still haven't won the championship. Cody, thanks, man, for following us. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up, C. Dukes. We're going to take your phone calls next. 404-726-0929. Your thoughts on the Hawks. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. It is Dukes and Bell. So we heard from our NBA insider, Nick Friedel. And Mike, the comments that are coming in are very interesting. Is he wrong about what he said, though, before we get to the phone calls? And the answer is, if they don't retool and build around Trey, the answer is no. Because we're not going to win. You have to do some things to help Trey out. But to just criticize our star and say that he's not capable, I think that's a little bit unfair. Because, again, all these guys who have won it, Mike, needed help. All of them. I mean, look, I'm the biggest Michael Jordan fan on this show. And, look, we all know that uh, you had to have Scottie Pippen. And that's always become the great, you know, metaphor or euphemism in the NBA. Are you the Are you the lead dog? Are you the, are you the supplemental piece? Like right now, Harden's in a perfect spot at this stage of his career with the Clippers. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But you know, but Trey right now is the guy you build around. You know, I mean, the fact that he's like top ten in assists when you consider the the lack of consistent scoring on this team, it's amazing he's assisting at all. Now, yes, he needs to make better decisions at times at ends of games. We all know that. We've said that before. But he's also the guy who's shown you the ability to win games and take them over. 21, as a lot of folks feel, is an ancient mystery in ancient history. But 
man, we haven't done jack since. And now, if you blow it up, as, as the texture mentioned before the commercial break, yeah, there's no guarantee you get it right. The only other option is you trade DeJounte, you probably have to move from Okongwu and get some pieces in here. A 3 and D guy, more size in the front court, somebody who can actually make a, 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 let's be honest, some of these things we're not doing consistently work. It drives me crazy, Carl, when you see Trey at the end of the game and him and DeJounte, like it just, it is what it is. Just call it what it is. You gave up three first rounders and DeJounte's playing better of late, but it's a fail. DeJounte plays better as a ball dominant guard without Trey on the floor. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But what are you going to get from him? I'm glad they didn't get robbed and fleeced at the trade deadline, but let's get some big dude who can do a pick and roll, get a three and D guy, and hope that Jalen Johnson, who's untouchable in my mind, continues to develop. Let's talk to DJ on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. DJ, thank you for calling, man. We appreciate you listening. Hey, man, what do you think? Hey, man, I love you guys so, first of all, man. Uh, and second of all, I just don't, I don't agree with the guy either. You just can't bash Trey like that because Trey – you, you got to build around them. And I want, I'm going to pull out this one name, and I want you guys to just, if I'm talking crazy, <laughs> because we've been talking about defense. Okay. We don't need a lot of guys, uh, you know, that can come and score. We have scores. Right. But what about turning around, getting Ben Simmons, and turning his career around? Y'all, I, I hang up and tell him what you think. So well, when Ben Simmons was being a whiny baby, okay, when he wanted to leave Philly and they leave, and he leaves and goes to Brooklyn, Mike, and then was in short suits for the rest of the season <laughs> in Brooklyn. I, I, I don't dislike the idea. This is crazy because we talked about it at the time when this was all being talked about where he was going to potentially end up. And I said, listen, if he can come here and just play D, I don't need Ben to play offense. Right. If he can just come here and be that, that shutdown defender, I like the idea. But with that said, I don't know if I like acquiring Ben Simmons and giving up pieces that we currently have that I like or if I just want to acquire him. See, there's the the fundamental difference is I don't want to give up three pieces to get Ben Simmons because I don't think that helps us either. No, see, that's the thing. You've got to make a deal that makes sense for you. I mean – we need role players. You know, Herter was a role player, right? You know, I mean, I, I don't want to overspend for Herter, but you need guys like that on a championship roster or championship caliber roster. Ben Simmons would be the best defensive player, hands down. You know, but I just don't like all the all the craziness and the Agreed. laziness. I know. I mean, my aching back. Give me a break, dude. People work for a living. You know, I just I have a hard time bringing that into this mix because right now Quinn Snyder can't get these guys to play defense. Isn't call me crazy, bro? Isn't defense hustle? Bad, like, it, it's, it's hustle and communication. I mean, but effort is hustle, and these guys just don't put that work in, and they didn't do it for Nate, and they don't do it now for Quinn Snyder. But big picture in the offseason, it's it's not the worst idea, but I would not want to get robbed and then get a guy in here that's one-dimensional. He is one-dimensional. He's only averaging seven points, Big O. Wow. Yeah, doesn't take – you guys, you know the story. It doesn't take a jump shot. It just It's it's a bit it's a bit too cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for me. But if you can get that caliber defender in here – That caliber. Right. Yeah. James, you're up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. James, man, thank you so much for listening. Hey, man. Yes. Hey, man. Hey, man. What do you think, James? I don't think Mr. NBA Insider was completely wrong, but I don't – like, it's not solely on Trey's shoulders. I think he was right – because of our front office. The front office has to build around them, like you guys have been saying. They got to make hard decisions. They got to make sexy decisions. They got to make surprising decisions. And I don't think they have it in them. Well, we're about so to, we're about to find out, James. I mean, you're talking about the current front office. You don't think they have it in them to make the deals necessary? Yeah. 
Right. We're about to find out. Well, I mean, this group, we, we don't, you guys know the history. We talked about it. You know, Travis Schlank did not want to sign off on the three number ones because he felt we were seeing what happened. That's why he didn't want to. We went backwards, guys. This current regime won't spend the money, won't get in the luxury tax. And I think that's the other thing. It's hard to look at these trades. Guys say, well, who would you want? I, I mentioned Kyle Kuzma, whose defense is better than I think people expect. I just feel that the only way you look at getting out of this is spending. Half of the teams right now that are playoff eligible are in the luxury tax in the league. It makes sense. I mean, spending to get better makes sense. And if you're going to acquire better players, ultimately you're going to have to spend to keep them and pay for them. You know, I brought this up earlier, and I just this is just a Trey compliment. Like, everybody talks about 21 being such a long ways, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a long time ago. So, well, so is 2020. We're still talking about what happened. The point is, in that run – Trey Young joined Michael Jordan as the only two players in NBA history to score 30 points in three straight road playoff mm-hmm. games against the Knicks. Like, it just gets dismissed that his, this guy has done and, and been so good in these big moments. He hasn't had as many lately, right. Mike, because we've been in these play-ins. You know, that, that's been part of it. So he's also the first player to record at least 25 points, 18 assists in a playoff game. He did that in 21 in the right. playoffs. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Milestones. This guy is, you know, he's, he's top five now when you talk about 35 points and, and 10 assist games. And we're talking about top five in the history of the NBA. So it's not as if he can't play and if he can't get it done. Mm-hmm. But the reason why he was so special in 21, in my opinion, Mike, is one – I think he had better players around him. Right. And and when you do that and you're telling me we're not talking about a selfish guy, Trey is not he's not scoring 40 with five assists, okay? He's he's really even kill when you talk about the 27, 28 and 11 a game. That that's getting others involved and there are nights where he's got 17 assists. So right. I don't know. I just feel like that is an unfair assessment when you start talking about what you can't do with him. And I think Golden State's model, uh, and I'm not talking about Steph Curry, but if you're going to bring that up, you've got to protect Trey like they did with Steph. You've got to bring in defensive-minded guys, Mike. We're talking about the elk of a guy like Ben Simmons. I don't necessarily like that, but if you can bring in those kinds of players. Iguodala was a great defensive player when he was with Golden State early in the early years, Mike. Right. They had got Draymond. Draymond was the defensive player of the year. Right, that's you a, had guys. That, that's the thing, you know. If you brought, if you, was the mindset of Landry Fields and that, uh, the cabal that runs the team. Corver's in this now too. That if you brought in Dejounte Murray, now you got a splash brother for Trey. That's not really it, is it? You know, and, and we said it, they just don't, they haven't coexisted consistently like we thought they were. One guy was going to be like the, working without the ball. That was going to be Trey. He'll maybe be lead the league in scoring. Three point shooting would go through to the roof. That never materialized. And then we talked about the D. At the end of the day, we don't play D. We, we, we need consistency from DeAndre Hunter. That, by the way, who's been playing pretty good since he's he come has, back. He has. D- DJ's been playing well. And the only way this team can do anything this year is Sadiq Bay's got to literally go for 20 a night. DeAndre Hunter's got to be consistent. But do you see that? Nobody, people are probably laughing in their car when I just said that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's like in a perfect world, right? Let's talk to Jeff. Jeff, p- appreciate your patience. What do you think about this uh, Hawk situation and uh, what our guest had to say, Jeff? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, uh, you guys, I hate to bust your bubble. But the only time a ball-dominant point guard that led his team in scoring and assists has won the NBA title was 1971 and 72, Jerry West. Only time. And what I mean by that, even Steph Curry had a point forward. He did. Michael Jordan had a point forward. You do not win a championship with a ball-dominant 
point guard that also leads your team in assists and scoring. It's never been done but one time. And Jerry West failed ten times. You wouldn't you put guys, I, you, it doesn't you, work. You, you wouldn't put Isaiah Thomas in that mode, in, in that in that category, right? You, I, I think you would. Isaiah Thomas was a ball dominant like, guard who led right. his team in scoring. Yes, he had Joe Dumars, right? But they played defense, right? Now again, if you want to, the I don't have the NBA stats in that era, but I mean Magic was obviously a, a unicorn with his size, but still you got. It's not like we're off the wrong. I, I disagree. In this. We're not on the wrong track here. Correct. You know, you've got some guys that can put the ball in a basket. Like, again, how hard? Any other GM would say, go get a guy that can be a consistent pick-and-roll piece with Trey. Capella can't finish. That's another thing we're missing. Coming up, C.J. Nikowski is going to join us. Valley Sports Brave analyst. Do you guys realize pitchers and catchers report tomorrow? We're going to talk about our Braves coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. Stay there. We'll get you caught up on the latest stories as well. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.